Hello friends, I'm Dr. Gagan Priya, Senior Endocrinologist from Portis and IV Hospitals, Mohali. We will today discuss an important topic related to diabetes and that is diabetes and hypoglycemia. Now we know diabetes is a disease in which blood glucose level is constantly high and that leads to complications. So one of the main aims of treatment of diabetes is control of blood glucose to almost normal levels and in the process of trying to achieve that very often blood glucose may fall below the target range that is called as low blood glucose or hypoglycemia. Now this is a worrisome problem in fact it is the most dreaded complications of diabetes treatment which makes it difficult for us to maintain blood glucose at perfectly normal ranges throughout the course of diabetes of an individual. Now, what factors increase the risk of low blood glucose or hypoglycemia is very, very important to understand. The majority of cases of low blood glucose happen because there is a mismatch between diet, exercise and treatment. So, in case a person skips a meal or exercises too much and has taken his regular medication, the blood glucose may fall below normal. This, in fact, is the commonest scenario which increases the risk of low blood glucose. The other factors could be a disease such as kidney failure or thyroid disorders or liver failure or heart problems, which also might predispose a person towards low blood glucose occurring more often. Now, once we've identified these factors, we can prevent hypoglycemia from happening again and again. And this part of management is as important as trying to control blood glucose. Now, what are the problems? What can go wrong if the blood glucose goes too low? The risk can be immediate in terms of a person might start feeling a lot of sweating, fast heartbeat or feeling hungry, dizzy. So there are some of the early warning symptoms like you know, shaking of the body, feeling very low, wanting to eat something, having sweating, etc. These are called autonomic symptoms. Now, when these autonomic symptoms happen, we advise everybody to immediately try and check their blood glucose if it's possible. But if it's not possible to check blood glucose with a glucometer, they should still act upon those symptoms immediately and try to correct that low blood glucose in a very rapid manner. This can be easily done by taking any refined carbohydrate at home or wherever you are. So it can be in the form of candies, a toffee, or it could be just a simple small glass of juice or a cold drink, which is not the Diet Coke, etc. So they should be sugarated drinks or sweetened beverages they should consume. Now, in case a person is not able to do that, what still can go wrong, there can be feelings of giddiness or dizziness, feeling very low, even to the tune that people may lose their consciousness because glucose is very important for the functioning of the brain. Very rare circumstances, the loss of consciousness can be severe or a patient may throw fits. In such circumstances, whoever is close to the patient should immediately, one, rush the patient to the hospital and as soon as they reach the hospital, uh, intravenous glucose or a glucagon injection is given to correct the problem. Now, how do we minimize the risk? It's very, very important that this risk is minimized 
and it is the aim of both the patient as well as the patient's care provider or the doctor that the risk of hypoglycemia is minimized. Now, we have to understand why hypoglycemia occurs and then it's very simple to minimize the risk. So, remember something called THINK strategy. The T in THINK stands for Target Tools Technology. That means always set realistic goals for glucose management. We never try to bring the person's blood glucose to 70 or 60 milligram because then the risk of hypoglycemia goes very high. So set reasonable, realistic targets. The second T in the think uh, acronym would be tools. Use the right tools. There are medications um, in the diabetes treatment which have low risk of hypoglycemia such as metformin or new classes of drugs like TPP4 inhibitors and SGLT2 inhibitors, which are always given preference over other treatment because their risk of causing a low blood glucose attack is very low. So the right tools, the tools would also include regular monitoring of blood glucose and identifying any warning signals that the blood glucose might be going low. The third is technology. So for people who do have repeated attacks of hypoglycemia, we have newer devices of insulin delivery like insulin pumps or continuous glucose monitoring systems, which can be considered. Then in the thing comes harmony. Maintain harmony between diet, exercise and the insulin or other treatment regimes. So the advice should be try not to skip a meal. In case not being able to take a regular meal, make sure some snack is taken in between to tide over that period. Let's say a person is doing vigorous exercise, they should check their blood glucose before exercise and they should take a carbohydrate snack prior to exercise and should keep something handy during the exercise also. The I in thing stands for individualization. That means there is no one size fits everybody treatment in diabetes. Treatment has to be individualized by your doctor as per your individual requirement. N is no errors. Quite commonly low sugars happen because the person has not taken the insulin properly, maybe taken too much of a dose or taken double the dose of oral tablets and that could have triggered hypoglycemia. So those errors have to be minimized. So no errors. Then K comes knowledge. Knowledge is the key to success and therefore a person who knows what can cause hypoglycemia and how to avoid hypoglycemia is very, very important. A person with diabetes and also their family members should also have the knowledge as to how to identify an attack of low blood glucose right in the beginning of symptoms and also how to treat it before more severe symptoms happen.